Hey, I got anxiety. Fuck society. I've been dealing with sobriety. They try to retire me. Now I got anxiety. My body holds a song. Stand still while the waves rise and fall in places locked away. The music is a call for freedom. An anthem inside throats with half prayers. In my body, there are cities that have stopped waiting for a hymn and started burning their temples. Made holy a body of ashes. Made fire a circle of fate. Now bricks float in the air like dust. I play the song with my fingers, the labia, a plain instrument, the clitoris, a string. I know how to move dead cities. There is magic in my body that loneliness cannot empty out. Do not touch me like you're digging a girl out of a grave. I've saved myself through orgasms over the gospel and the preaching. Pleasure is holy. Do not waste it on your ego. I deserve a God who will not call this worship a sin, who will not call my hands inside my jar stealing. I am not waiting for a husband. I am waiting for a cord that will strike my spine to dance. This is how I pray and sing or worship. This is how I return to my body. I am naked when I read the Bible. There are abundant places in me that only I can rescue God. I will call your name when I come. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Kwani, aka Wapanagandedi, back with season 2. Of the Guardians Poetic License, yo guys, I've missed you. It's been it's been a year and and some <laughs> and some months. So um, we're back with a second season, and you know how we do. Uh, last year we did twelve episodes, so this year I thought, hey, let's start off with the bang. Mm -hmm. Let's start off with someone. Uh, if you don't know her, guys, I Angazi wouldn't speak opinion, but she's an exceptional poet. She's a talented poet. Uh, we see you, my ladies and gents. Hi, Lucy. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, for, mm. for my viewers who might not know you, who might not be familiar, which you're working, you like to do a young intro, and I just get up to introduce yourself. Okay, yeah. Oof, we've been <laughs> in the house for so long. Um, my name is Busisiwa Mashangu. I am a poet. I am a I make jewelry and stuff. I do many things now. I do so many <laughs> things, but today yeah. I'm just a writer. Yeah, that's just fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm so glad you could join us. Um, so as you guys know, this is the show where we just go through a poem. So I've asked Ubusi to just pick any of her written works where she feels like the language is poetic enough for us to dissect and bring it back to like the ordinary, ordinary uh, language. So I have your book here. Yes. Called Surviving Loss. And can you explain a bit about the poem that you're gonna be going through today? What what does it signify? What does it mean to you? And what was the inspiration behind writing it? Oh, I mean, yo, it just came to me. Uh we're doing this challenge that happens every year. Um it's hosted by Dr. Sarah Godsell. It's called the December Poetry Challenge, where mm -hmm. you get a word every day and then you have to respond to it. So the poem, I wrote it during that challenge. Uh, the poem is titled Worship. 
it's <laughs> it doesn't sound as holy as it oh okay you know but what i wanted to do with the piece was to explore like sexuality mm. like how women experience sexuality mm. uh like with since we are we're, we're young i mean i i grew up christian i'm christian mm. like you know masturbation is a sin you know stuff like that uh but then there are like you know in the church there are some sins are more tolerated than other sins like some sins are like oh everybody oh, does it, this uh, everybody you know you can pick and choose which one you want to follow and which <laughs> which rule you want to discard yeah. so with uh worship it was just like claiming my body from the church in a way oh wow you know claiming my body from the church and saying no i want to experience my body this way mm. um yeah it's a very long story but we'll get okay. into it okay. i know i'm sure we'll, we'll cover some of these when we yeah. go to the the piece called worship yeah i mean um so let's just get into it then uh, okay. the, the piece is called worship so like i said i'm just going to go through pick some lines mm-hmm. and then you're going to you know further uh explain them and like getting okay. in depth as to what is uh, the inspiration was behind them okay um the first line is my body holds a song stand still while the waves rise and fall in in places locked away i need to know what this song is because <laughs> 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 that's, that's oh. like the first thing i'm like what song are we talking i about guess now? like it's not like a specific song like i can say oh it's the song by Uban Van but it's just like music That's like music, like yeah. sounds music uh what is the line like you know in you know like the thing with with songs like you can play music in one room but yeah. another person in the next room will hear it oh. so then it's like saying uh, my body holds a song like my body has this music that keeps on like reaching into the locked spaces in me like into this like it's it's a way of knowing myself oh. getting to know myself of unlocking parts of me i didn't know exist in a way because of like that's what music does like mm. it just travels mm. all around like everywhere it can reach it it's goes, not like yeah. very limited where you can be like oh i'm just here listening to music and this is the only part you can't contain music oh. you can't contain a song and say i'm going to play a song and i want to make sure that nobody else hears it but me mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. well i mean like with technology now you can contain oh music. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like yeah. basically like imagine a song that's playing that you cannot restrict it you cannot say to it uh you can only play because in this context the song is playing in my body it's in my body it's part of my body so you cannot say you're only paying for my heart or you're only playing uh just for my legs like when you dance you don't just move one part it's Like yeah, yeah that's that like I feel like there's a certain way that the body reacts to music mm. in such a way that it's not like one part of the body only reacting to music yeah. but everything else uh sort of gets into it and moves with the music. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Cool. Wow, that's that's just beautiful. I hope it nah, because it you said we're breaking away from poetic to No, no, you still you still you still explaining it in terms of what this song does to you. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe <laughs> this song has another name or Okay, but we'll get to it because I see the next line is the music is a call for freedom, and the anthem inside throats with half prayers. Yeah. Yeah. What 
what grows with have prayers what are we not outside of you are we still in you i mean it's still uh like the body you know like half prayers mm. it's like i think of half prayers as like prayers you pray but you don't believe they'll be oh. answered or they'll be heard yeah. or but like it's it's because of you know sometimes you you get tired of praying and not seeing things change yeah. Uh, so you get into this habit of praying because it's a habit you just do it mm. but that believe it's it's not so like this this song it's 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 um like let's say someone like with half prayers since i've explained it as someone like is running out of the patience of waiting is running out of um this hoping is running out of the fate you know mm-hmm. so like the song the music is is a call for freedom for for someone who's like running out of fate also like the song is is reviving you oh, okay. it's it's calling you back to life it's calling you back to freedom oh, it's no, yeah so it's like half-heartedness like you don't do things half you're not fully in it yeah but like yeah I mean, like that's that's where you are. But yeah. then there is like this song, like, you know, where you that's in. Like I said in in the beginning, like there's this song. So yeah. like this song is playing, and it becomes an an anthem for for anyone who is running out of faith, who's running out of hope. Like this song is just there to revive that. But like. Yeah the trick is you have to make this song yourself you have to make this music yourself what <laughs> <laughs> i used to perform it about masturbation all right yes ah, so okay. masturbation uh it's like you're creating a song for your body and okay. your body will dance to it it's no. like in in this poem like the metaphor is that the masturbation mm. is a sort of like like worshiping your own body um like learning ways around your own body finding the rhythm of your oh. own body so it's like yeah there's this song but this song that is there you have to oh you have to find it yourself yeah you have to turn it on yourself uh, also it's not like a craving the song is like that you see that when you like you're thinking you're getting a song not like a craving within you that says no play this song play this song no like or you just something that you have to play I'm talking, you know what? Yeah. I don't understand your question. <laughs> no. Okay, I mean, uh, going back to the metaphor of masturbation, right? Yes. So the, the craving in the song is that you have that feeling that you want to release something. There's no craving. Or there's no craving. You're just going there to experience there is, There is, like, running out of faith, running out of hope, running oh, out of... Okay. You know, like, sometimes when people, like, when they are under when their souls are in distress mm-hmm. like one of the things they tend to is sex mm-hmm. uh to feel more full more or to feel some sort of void yeah. yeah to feel some sort of void to yeah. to be comforted but then like you can also comfort yourself you can fill that void yourself okay. uh okay. so it's 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 kind of like that right. like like looking if we look at sex as a healing process mm. like there are people who use sex to to heal themselves uh there are people who use sex to manifest things in their lives there are people who use like sex magic 
in a way uh but then like if you look at sex as like energy that is created uh it can be positive it can be negative in your life but like if you learn out around it like some people masturbate so that they can fall asleep it helps them deal with insomnia uh some people will masturbate so that they are less nervous and can go and do whatever they are supposed to do some people you know it's just like it's it's sex it's just sex energy uh like it it does sex does revive people in in a way like for different needs yeah i mean depending on a person i mean I mean, here we're just talking about masturbation yeah. being something that helps you revive yourself. Okay. Yeah. No. Nah, that like enjoy yourself and revive yourself. No, I get it. Yeah, that I've thing. never had to talk about masturbation for this long ever in my life. <laughs> you wrote a poem about masturbation. It didn't even take me this long. <laughs> so we're going to get into it. Um, <laughs> let me just jump into the next stanza. Yeah. Um, it says, I know how to move dead cities. Mm. There is magic in my body that loneliness cannot empty out. Yeah. This part jumped out of me. That there's, I think you just mentioned just a portion of it, that mm. magic part, the magic part that yeah. loneliness cannot empty out. Yeah. So is it, are we going back to the healing aspects of it? That, uh, yeah, uh, we're going back to the healing aspect of it. But like here as well, I'm like speaking directly to whoever I fuck. Okay. Uh, I was trying to find a more decent way to say that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like, yeah. And it, it's just saying like, um, I think there was a time when I felt like I have to, I mean like my first sexual relationship, that was just a sexual relationship. Oh, like, okay. no boyfriend, no girlfriend, nothing. It's just the sex. It was, uh it was kind of tough because i felt like they like we have to we had to keep negotiating what kind of intimacy we give each other mm. because if we give more yeah. that means like more is happening it's serious it's and and it was exhausting and looking at that situation at mm. the time i was like this makes me feel more lonely mm. and then i had to find ways to because I realized the only reason I'm in this uh, situation is because I had allowed myself into... I mean, I had started ha- being sexually active. So I had... Now I, I will hunger for sex. <laughs> in a way, I was hungering for sex. So then I, I found a way to like get the sex and not have to worry about the relationship or and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, it did not even start out like that. It was not like consciously like, oh, okay, I need to or get laid oh. and I'm, I don't want to be in a relationship. It's just like the guy proposed and I was like, huh, actually it sounds like a better system than what I'm used to, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. but like, that's just the thing is saying, I know how to move dead cities. It's something that I'm, I'm saying to myself as well, like, no, you can actually find a way to be comfortable with your hunger for sex mm. uh, with your you can find a way around it you you know like you don't always have to be involved with people because you're scared of loneliness oh, um okay, okay. yeah like okay. not being afraid of loneliness like not being scared like loneliness is something that's gonna consume you mm. but then it's more time with yourself learning yourself 
even in ways that are outside of like sex and masturbation yeah. what, what like the poem is speaking about but even outside of that like you know mm-hmm. we all like i had this idea that i oh i needed companionship so much oh, so and I, that loneliness void or something yeah but then i realized like actually loneliness is not something to be afraid of mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I know I get you. This goes beyond just, you know, the side of the face. <laughs> I, I get you. Okay, yeah. before I jump, this next line, I need to I need yeah. to explain it. Do not touch me like you are taking a girl out of a grave. I have saved myself through orgasm, orgasms over the gospel and the preaching. Now, this one is a direct line to people who don't know what they are doing, but they are so <laughs> cocky about it. Like, <laughs> uh, like dude. Yeah it's my vagina let me show you it's like and it's also just like um i know how my body operates i know what brings me pleasure i know what doesn't i know if i'm saying no you you're going to first you um, you must listen you know and this thing of like do not touch me like you're digging a girl out of a grave um it's like you know like this like if you imagine like the process of digging something out mm. it's so violent yeah, yeah. like you, you are just, like you can't just like dig it's thing. just like why are you doing that to me like you know yeah it's just that yeah i've saved myself and then i've saved myself through orgasms over the gospel and the preaching then it's back to the church oh, yeah. that um there's been other ways that i've been able to save myself and it's just that i don't want to even explain it further all right no i get you um pleasure is holy do not waste it on your ego um i deserve okay this line i deserve a god who will not call this worship a sin (laughs) 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 this that place with pleasure is holy do not um yeah i think it's a crazy thing to imagine like oh this is the kind of god i deserve Uh, (laughs) i think it's just crazy to say but the way I see it, like the relationship with God is a very personal relationship. Like you can learn, you can study the Bible, learn the Bible, you can go to church, uh, you can pray every day, you can watch sermons, you can do all the work of, 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 of churching. Yeah. That means like you are going to church with a community, you are, le- you are growing in God with a community of people. But at the end of the day, it's still like a very personal yeah. Uh, relationship and uh, I mean I don't want to debate <laughs> and, and support things I'm saying but like what I mean is like when you look at the Bible sometimes you'll find other things will contradict each other mm. and then <laughs> but then like everyone chooses how how the Bible favors their actions yeah i think that's the one main thing you know wants to choose how they you know everyone wants wants the bible to serve them yeah yeah that's true uh so like this idea of saying i deserve a god it's a very 
I guess like at church they'll say like it's very problematic because then it's 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 you saying to God, I want you to serve well, me this way. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But then I also think of it as like free will. Mm. Uh like free will is choosing how you experience God as well. Um because because we are here in this world to experience what being human is and you know and and like the the human mind is curious and you will you i mean like maybe five years from now who knows i'll say masturbation is wrong i will never say that (laughs) but i'm just making an example like like that is the evolution of the mind and 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 how i looked at it is like i can ex- i can only experience god to the level of my un- own understanding okay. uh, as much as i will study the word i'll go to church I'll, I'll do the work but at the end of the day like the deciding thing is my own understanding and and i felt like it's at church like they will look over it but i felt like it was so important uh to talk about how i want to experience god Mm. how i wish to experience god Mm. are the kind of freedoms i would like to have because in like in reality when i think about uh, masturbation i feel like i'm not hurting anyone (laughs) because it's just you you know and i feel like it's you know like the human body is amazing it's just another way to unlock the gift of doing life in a human in a human body finding out about its capabilities its its pleasures it's you know yeah and that's how you relate to yeah like the way you put it that's how you relate to your own god that's that's beautiful yeah you um, know okay so i'm getting this next line you will not call my hands inside my just dealing so it's also just also an ex- uh, fair explanation oh. of that wow <laughs> you know i always i know that like uh the poems are different on text yeah. than they are on oh, paper okay uh let me remember how i prefer i deserve a god who will not call this worship by sin yeah. who will not call my hands inside my just dealing so it's like one line. Yeah. I deserve a God who will not call this worship a sin, mm. who will not call my hands inside my jar stealing. Oh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm masturbating. Am I stealing? You know, like another conversation, like I'm going to move to like this poem. It's mm. very short. Like another conversation with the church is that um, like they can hide like they can hide a rape mm. that happened in church by a senior member of the church but then they will be there crucifying girls for masturbating you know like okay this poem is what is a sin i want to tell mama what they've done to me at church but i fear hell so i do not speak so i feel like um the the like as much as we would like to romanticize it and say it's about God, it's all about God. At the end of the day, we are human, having human leaders mm. who will protect each other's bullshit, mm. but then turn around and preach the word and say, no, masturbation is a sin. Mm. While that same man has raped or slept, whatever he's convinced himself he's done, with 
a very huge number of young girls in the church at the same time and so I mean it's a very long conversation (laughs) and yeah and it's just like the next line I'm not waiting for a husband yeah it's just like in church as young girls like I grew up having been sold the idea of having a husband like so many times in such a way that I had always I would like sit on my own and daydream and think like what kind of man will I marry and like when boys or when boys promise me marriage then I'll be it doesn't matter how bullshit the boys are to mm. me, but this man said he wants to it's marry me. me. Yeah. He wants me to have his children. Yeah. You see, like that kind of romantized idea of marriage that's sold to girls from a very young age is saying that your body must be kept for your husband. A husband you haven't even met, mm. a husband you don't even know, a husband who probably won't even know how to please your body because you as a young woman you don't know how to please your own body so you can't say this is what makes me happy mm. and this is i don't like this yeah, you no. see like it's it's just that so it's layered like it's a lot of yeah i never had to dissect it before <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why we're here um okay the next one says i am naked when i read the bible this is how i pray and sing worship this is how i return to my body so now we go back to you now so you the worship yeah. of your own body there are abandoned places in me that only i can rescue so just to do you feel like you found these abandoned places do you feel like you found you found keys to these locked uh, i feel places, like some of them i have yeah. some of them i haven't mm. um because you know like um as someone who's been harassed, sexually harassed, it's it's that thing of like wanting your body to belong to you again, yeah. and then um, finding ways to live in your body again after someone has broke in mm. and took whatever they want from your body, and so it's saying like um, because like we don't have conversations about sex about masturbation in the church Mm. we also don't have conversation about rape we don't have conversation about abuse we don't have conversation about sexual harassment um so then there aren't tools to say okay this is how you can deal with being harassed and for like this last stanza i guess you i it was me saying, um, this is my own tool. Mm-hmm. This is something that I've found that has helped me belong to myself again. And there are still the locked, abandoned places that I haven't reached. But I, like, I am more comfortable in my body. I am more comfortable to even explore those abandoned places. Um, the thing with trauma like it stays in the body like it stays in your blood you can pass it to you know your kids can inherit your trauma even if like you you abandon your kids and you don't raise them they can still inherit your trauma like through your blood through your genes 
Uh, so it's like knowing that the trauma also lives in, in, in the mind, the trauma also lives in the body. Even if you don't have access to, you don't feel it, you don't experience it, you've forgotten that you have trauma, yeah. someday you'll find this abandoned place that is a room full of some of your trauma and you'll have to explore it again and heal through it. So healing is a constant process. It is, it's not linear. Yeah. yeah. And then you close the poem by saying, God, okay, <laughs> I, I don't want to exclaim, but I'm guessing you exclaim here. Yeah. Yes, God. <laughs> I will call your name when I come. Um, is that as, as literal as it sounds? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you wrote worship, um, and from what I pick up, it's there's a lot of small. It was more a letter to you, but also looks like a letter to like to discuss church heads. So, yeah. is it church head from your own uh, perspective, or is it church head from things you've had, or you know, because you you say you, you did grow up in church, you did have they, okay, they never had these conversations, like they never yeah. discussed this. Thing, so, is it? In my church, we yeah. never had this conversation. So, I mean, the poem, our worship, it's 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 mostly a letter to myself uh, because, I mean, at the time I wrote it, I still felt guilty. As 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 bold as the poem sounds, yeah. I still felt guilty about masturbating. I even felt guilty about the fact that I had a sexual life, the fact that I was a sexual being. Like, I felt guilty about so many of those things. Uh, but then, it's, it, it's, it's that thing you're like, if someone can easily just break into your body yeah. and, and do whatever they want with your body and, and hurt you, it's, it's like, you know what, I want to... I want to heal. I want to claim my body back. And you cannot, I don't know, man. I don't know how to, like, put this out. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a certain way, um, like, if you're hurt a certain way, there's, sometimes you think you can heal yourself differently from from how you're hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. No, that, like, that makes sense, yeah. I don't know how to lay it you out. Want, you want to run away from what hurts you, but you still want to find healing. Yeah. yeah, and like, if I don't, if I don't accept the fact that I'm a sexual being, mm. I will never know if I've I've healed from 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 my own trauma around sex. Mm. Um, and I felt like it could have, like it affect, it was actually affecting how I saw sex. I was starting to think it should be violent, it should be, okay. you know? And then like, I felt like the only way I can explore it was to, to, to just give myself space to explore my body. And as time, and I was, I was, I felt guilty about it. Mm. Uh, because like sometimes when you sin you'll think you're being punished <laughs> but it it doesn't make any sense like having sex and being punished by by being harassed mm, yeah that's yeah that's 
That's cruel and unusual punishment. You know? That's the case, yeah. So then it was like, I need to explore my own language. I need to build my own language around sex. Mm. Yeah. I need to have my own conversations about sex. I need to understand my own body. Um, Yeah. Wow. I'm so careful with this. This poem is so layered. I mean, you wouldn't tell from first sense but you so much went through, you know, when you're writing so much. Yeah, that's why I like poems. Like, uh, because you can hide, you can choose what you want you to show, you can... Yeah, yeah. That's true. So but I'm so yeah. that you went into it. So do you feel like the poem did what you wanted to do for you? Um, is this the, the... Or if I want your whole healing... Is this what the book was trying to do instead of just this one piece? I mean, like the book Surviving Loss, um, most of the poems when I wrote them, mm. I, they were individual poems. Yeah. They were not part of Surviving Loss. Okay. Um, so the books, uh, the poems, um, they were not meant to heal specifically. Oh. They were like a beginning of my healing journey. Like there was like so much I had like, okay, I wrote the poems and I saw the pain on paper and I was like, something is wrong. Yeah. Uh, and then some poems I wrote and I saw the joy on paper and I was like, wow, I need to feed myself more of that. So I feel like the poems were sort of me holding a mirror to myself and then seeing what's happening. Uh, so they definitely did start my healing journey uh like some poems do open you up mm. and make you feel more relieved but you still have to do the work it's of healing really you still have to work on yourself and heal yourself like the work of healing is so exhausting i wish i can pay <laughs> someone to do it for me but uh, like no no one can do it for you you just true. have to do it for yourself so i think the poems uh they did help me because I was so depressed when I wrote them. Mm-hmm. And, and I was tr- seeking help. I was trying to find help with my depression and I couldn't find it. But then I remembered, I reflected and I realized I was actually a very good therapist. Because I was in a very clouded space, yeah. I did not recognize yeah, how please. good they were. So I feel like even after writing the poems, they just gave me bravery to to do the work of healing myself and opening myself up. Wow. Yeah. So beautiful, man. Um, Surviving Loss is the name of the book. Uh, where do people get it when you want it? So you can get the book directly from me. You can find me on social media, on Instagram and on Twitter, same handle, at busimatlangu, underscore in the end. Mm. You can get the book from exclusive books. You can get the book from independent bookstores like uh, Bridge Books in Commissioner Street in Joburg and on Mabonengi. Mm. Uh, you can get the book from my publishers in Pepper Press. The book is easy to find. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much, Busi. Um, get the book, read the poems for yourself, and you know, hopefully, you can you'll be forced to face your demons too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for this. Thank you for being the first guest of the second season. Um, thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much for tuning in. Um, hope to see you guys next week. Don't forget to you know the normal things like comment, subscribe, and. Tell me who you're looking forward to seeing this season 
And until next time, it's been your boy Gwani, aka Bafanangan Daily. Peace.